And we're back. And we're back. And we got freedom. We have freedom. Yes. This sucks. I hate this. <laughs> uh, let's go to the second one. Uh, Rose. Uh, Rose, Roxy, Roxy Kanaya. Yeah. So this is good. How are we gonna divvy this up? I was gonna take Kanaya. Okay, because I'm taking Roxy. Yeah, because okay. I mean, uh, actually, you're Rose. Duh. One of those characters yes. that I've never figured out a good voice for. I, I haven't either. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Alright. I mean, I, I love... It's funny, because I love her. I love Roxy so much, but I don't have a good, like... Like, a strong well, idea in my head of what she sounds me, like. Let me be real. Like, by the time we got to the Alpha Kids, I used all my voices. <laughs> I ran out. Well, like, the, the thing is, I am, like, both Lalons. Right, yes. yeah, yeah. Alright, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry! Uh, sorry about what? For stammering and being all a gog grin and idiot, I just cannot actually believe you're real and here and alive and not dying, and so am I! Uh, here with you, I mean, plus sharing all those mentioned attributes. I can't believe it either. I have so much to say! I, I think! Even though I can't think of any of that stuff at the moment. I know what you mean. I hope it's okay if I just sit near you, not being especially articulate for a bit. That is more than okay, as long as you're willing to simply excuse the spectacular demise of my capacity for artful self-expression. OMG! <laughs> you're Dirk! Wow, wow, I just caught it! Wow, wow, wow! You sound so much like him! Oh my god, that's too perfect cute! Dirk. <laughs> I can't get over it now. I can't unhear it. Even your voice sounds kind of like his, but it's just Girl Dirk. L-M-A-O. Wow. Yes. He sounds like a hell of a guy. Oh, you have no idea. Well, I'm told he should be arriving here in a little while. If he's anything like Dave's late older brother, and if he's anything like me, which he apparently is, then this is when I'm guessing the real party will begin. I'm ready. I want to know things about him, such as if he shares his elder counterpart's avarice for a soft puppet ass, and if that, combined with his myriad vaguely selling psychological peculiarities, could occupy a dedicated team of therapists for years. The answer is yes and yes. Hmm. Knowing this amuses me for some reason. But mainly there are things I want to know about you. I presume there will be plenty of time later to bound my to hound my biological father for the dirt on his proclivities. What do you want to know about me? Everything. I think the main difficulty is finding what to ask is in sitting questions I would have for my mother, that is to say, someone who raised me, from the questions I have for you. Well, I didn't raise you or anything, but I can sincerely take a crack at both kind of questions. Okay. Do you really like wizards? Rose? Yes. Rose. Rose? Yeah. I fucking love wizards! I see. As odd as it sounds, that actually goes pretty far in letting me know something about both of you. Oh? My relationship with her was complicated, 
I've come to see that mostly as my fault. I was too young to understand her. I never got the chance to misunderstand my mom, or grown-up you, or... I mean, I didn't get to misunderstand her in person. More like as a legendary figure, because I grew up like 400 years after she died. Ah, right. I think we're going to have to call the contest early. It's the most interesting biography by quite a lot. Pfft, not really. Not to me, at least. I was lonely. I thought about her a lot to pass the time. She was P-amazing, at least according to history. She wrote hella books about wizards and wrote a genocidal fat man down a waterfall of blood. She wrote hella books about wizards? Yeah. They were famous and good and everything. Sounds like I fumbled into the wrong, wrong line of work. There's no money in the spur business. Well, there is. It just comes in incredibly stupid denominations, which are not particularly useful. Do you have copies of those books? Um, yes. Yes, I do. There are copies back on my planet. Assuming John didn't retcon them away like a book thief and sneak. I would really love to read them sometime, if you wouldn't mind. No, not at all. By the way, this is Kanaya. Sorry for the combination of bad manners and general dumbfoundedness which recluded a more timely introduction. Hello. Hey! That's a nice name, and also you're pretty. Thank you. I admire the aesthetics of your name and appearance as well, and in no small part due to their respective similarity to your daughters. Wow, man. I was so have all a convoluted thing to say, yet smooth as hell. I'm impressed. Welcome to Merriam City. Population, a whole lot of great remarks like that. But, yeah, I'll get you those books. They're great. They made me want to write my own wizard books. Did you? Uh, yes, sort of. Could I read them? Uh... Hey, you got to read mine. Yeah, but you were like an old pro when you wrote yours. They were a freaking masterpiece wizard fix. They were Pulitzers and shit. Did they really? Um, I okay, probably. Oh. I don't know, they're just very, very good. So the ancient prize scholars, I'm sure, were like, Dude, these wizards are very, very fucking good. Give them all the awards and shut down the awards. But not because of the Lumen Apocalypse, just because you literally cannot do better than those wizards. I can live with that. It's always been one of my professional goals to write tales of magical men so provocative they would cause the uh, permanent and unceremonious dissolution of at least one prestigious award. Award. So, yeah, I don't know, I guess you can see, but it's a pale ghost of a story compared to your stuff, and it's also, uh, kind of weird. I like weird. Yeah, just, your opinion means a lot to me, and I'm nervous you might think it sucks. But I never even wrote the masterpieces you read. I think you may have a view of my abilities, which I haven't earned yet. Really, I'm not that good. I have my own story drafts, which you can read if you like. They're nothing special, frankly. Oh, really? Oh, man, okay, that sounds fun! Oh, you two are so cute! Yeah! <laughs> and also, like, oh, here's my girlfriend, mom, and like, oh, you're pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh, wow, you're pretty, damn, too, because nice. you look like your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Next. 
If during your manuscript exchange you need someone to read over your shoulder, say, to proofread or to perch each sentence of punctuation and capitalize the first letter of every word, I would be happy to volunteer. Strictly professionally, of course, and not because I really want to read your wizard things, too. I really want to read your wizard things, too. I hope that's okay. <laughs> yeah, sure it's okay. Kanaya, sorry me and Rose are babbling away here to each other. We don't mean to be excluding you. It's fine. I am thoroughly enjoying my role as a spectator. I know that Rose has been looking forward to this a lot, and that she receives similarly vicarious and politely passive enjoyment from the interactions I had with my ancestor. So now I will just resume the politely passive part of it. <laughs> you don't gotta! Jump in whenever you're feeling it! I love meeting new trolls! Well, at least when they're not evil or something. Love them not evil trolls! Like the cranky ones over there in the red ruby shades? Terezi. Yeah, she's a boss! That's a pretty fair way to describe the attitude of anyone higher than me on the hemo spectrum, but yes, you are right. Oh, also, lest we forget, dear Fefida. Fefida? Do you mean for fairy? No, Fefida! She was a dear, precious soul. Hmm. She was my sprite. Guess she never happened in this version of stuff, though? Dang. That's sad, but maybe not quite as sad as her existing then exploding? I'm confused. I wonder what even else is different. Well, you died too. I did? Yes, while pushing me out of the way of a fork. So, thank you for that, retroactively. And to a different version of you? Jeez, yeah, I... I had a really similar thing happen in my timeline. Also involving a fork. And even though you're okay now, it's still almost too sad to even talk about. Yeah. We didn't get to exchange even a single word before you were gone. All I could think was, how could this be happening again? Luckily, the sense of misery was short-lived, though. It wasn't long before I was informed the incident was part of something bigger taking shape. And that John was on his way with a different version of you. I had no idea what a different version actually entailed, but I wasn't about to quibble. I was so relieved. Same. Although, instead of waiting for you to come back, I had to jump through all these hoops with John and went through some, uh, different stuff. I, uh, I may have thrown an impromptu funeral for your alt-you-dead body? You did? Yep, uh, sorry if that sounds weird, and I know I was coming to meet a new version of you, but it helped me with, like, Feelings about people I left behind? A funeral? Wow, that... Huh? Sorry for this if it comes off as odd, but... That is so... Mom of you. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like your mom. Me too. <laughs> yeah, because of the fucking mausoleum. Yeah. Mausoleum. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you on it, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I have fucked up that word my entire life, thanks. The mausoleum. No, yeah, listen, I don't I'm know. the last person spelled. to talk on that. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a delicious Italian delicacy. <laughs> um, the other one that gets me is... Um, 
I don't know, aspartame, aspartame. Oh yeah, I, I do that. Could one. go either way with that. I'm actually not 100 percent sure which one's right. Yeah, I, I think which, it's aspartame. I don't know which one's right anymore. I don't know which one's right anymore. I just don't. <laughs> uh, I just uh, next. I love how can I so like I want to read your wizard books. Please let me read your wizard books. <laughs> I didn't mean to be too analytical about getting to know you, really. I guess comparisons are a little hard for me to avoid, since the adult version of you played such a significant role in my life. So I can't help seeing the similarities when they are there. But also, you're so clearly your own person, shaped by your own experiences, and that is the person I would prefer to get to know, rather than a young avatar for the memory of my departed parent. Yet, this is the context which somewhat explicitly colors my perception of what you reveal. So, while some observations are in the vein of predictable, charmingly so, mind you, others I regard as surprising. Uh, what about me as surprising? Well, you aren't. You don't quite seem a person who... Uh... Hmm? I don't want to ask anything about anything that would sound rude to you or despiteful to her, especially I, because I don't feel that conflicted about this anymore, particularly since I had my own troubles with it, so it'd be pretty hypocritical. Conflicted about what? Let me back up a little bit. It was a long ride on the media. One experiences things over a few years, given a lot of time to think, changes and such. About halfway through, I started thinking more... About Mom. About you. Knowing that I'd probably meet you and, I don't know, live up to the experience? It's silly, but I'm guessing you understand what I mean. Uh-huh. Basically, I was just nervous, and it was all mixed up with feelings of conflict or remorse over my mother, who, to my hazy preteen recollection, never wasted a day of her life on sobriety. And... Or have it put all those days at quite effective use, actually. And I don't even quite remember the thought process that led to this, but I sort of ran with it, too. The habit, I mean, for a while, at least. I was still distraught about losing her and wanted to understand her, to connect with her in some way, but I guess that was the only idea I had. And on some level, I think connecting with her was also a way of preparing myself to meet you... Even though that probably makes no sense, since you aren't literally her and don't share all her. I guess I shouldn't speak for you, though. So, you're saying you're surprised I'm unlike her in that way because I don't seem like someone who'd get drunk off her ass all the time? Um. <laughs> well, I guess I should be flattered if you really think so, but no, wrong. So, you... My story's kind of like yours. I had a mom I never knew and wanted to feel close to her however I could. I grew up mostly unsupervised in her old, old house, and it had all this old stuff in it, plus some old booze squirreled away here and there. And uh, I just uh, started up, even though I was way too young for shit like that. Whoops. And like I said, uh, it was a bit light on discipline around then. It's not like a bunch of silly pumpkin eaters were going to stop me. Pumpkin eaters. Uh, chess guys. Loads of them. Oh. But, yeah, I wanted to be like her and do what she did, but mostly just made a hot catastrophe of myself. I doubt that's what she wanted. At the time, it seemed like a cool thing a real intellectual and mysterious book celebrity would do, 
while also leading a badass and secretly subversive life in opposition to tyranny, but I think what's more likely is she knew the whole world would end and everyone would die no matter what she did, which was probably hard to live with. IDK, if I can blame the old lady for wanting to get a wee bit sauced after a couple of rapping clowns won a presidential election. Yeah, I... Wait, what? Clowns? Long story. Bad story. Please continue. Okay, yes, I'm sure my mother knew the end was coming too. Knowing that helped put a lot of her behavior in context for me. I was always too young to understand. Poor moms. Poor, poor adult dead sexy lady us. Truth. But anyway, back to us. Kid alive sexy lady us. Yes, it sounds like your Rose has a incredible career, but all things considered, I prefer being kid alive sexy lady me. Agree. I know what you mean about being nervous, about meeting you, I mean. Maybe nervous isn't quite right, but... When I started thinking about meeting you is when I started thinking, I should try being not quite such a mess. So I started taking the idea to clean up my act more seriously. Ultimately, I concluded the same thing. I decided it would be, wouldn't be a very dignified way to make an entrance, or for that matter, a very constructive way to help out in a struggle to preserve reality. Luckily, I was able to cut it out a while ago. I admit it wasn't easy, but it helped having a lot of people around looking out for me. Poke. Uh, sits poked. Yeah, I had friends help me, too. I couldn't have done it without them, either. I never had IRL friends before the trip. It's an interesting to observe the various ways they apply themselves in your, to your benefit. Some people are around you to make you feel like you're worth sticking with, even when you fuck up. And some people are around to kick your ass to make sure you don't. <laughs> I think I had to play the latter role to my friends a lot. And also to myself, I guess. Who kicked your ass? Was that Yelly guy over there? No, Carcat was mostly preoccupied with his own shenanigans. The yelling is deceptive. He's a rather private person. Vriska, however, she really is quite an extravagant bitch. L-M-A-O. But it turns out people like that tend to have some convenient assets. Such as the sheer force of personality to keep a bunch of idiots from falling apart. Don't get me wrong, it's quite annoying, but useful. Yeah, I probably should have been more of a bitch to all my peeps. Maybe we wouldn't have gone to jail and died. Let it be a lesson to us all. God. <laughs> I'd forgot about the poke. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Ha, <laughs> huh, next. Oh, oh Roxy. Roxy's so excited and Dave looking in the background. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's so nice hearing your stories. Especially the similarities of stuff we experienced. Wizards and writing and mom stuff and even bad things we went through. And obviously, we're similar by DNA and all, but even so, it still feels comforting. That even if you flip the universe upside down and change it all around, pull us apart by centuries, kill humans off, flood the world... We're still connected to each other, in a mysterious way that goes beyond genes and circumstance, and that, I think, is some tight frickin' noise to consider. I'm considering it right now, and yes, that noise, it is so tight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, what are y'all talking about over here? Damn it, Dave! 
Next. Uh, and we are back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three. Vriska, Tavros, Jake. Oh, Christ. Oh, jeez. How are we uh, breaking this up? Well, Molly's Vriska. I'm taking Vriska. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Ashley, which way do you want to break this? I'll do Jake. Okay. I'm here to do the Tavros voices that no one wants to. <laughs> I mean, I do like doing Tavros. No, I got it. I got it. Tavros Spidey, is it okay if we pretend to have a conversation over here for a while? So they look busy and not come off as a big o- of a doofus as I feel like. I can oblige. And also, personally, I identify with that idea and the feelings of self-lameness behind it. But I could also help you out with a real conversation, too, instead of a fake one. In fact, maybe we already even said enough words together just now for that to qualify. <laughs> oh, Tavro Sprite, you have always been in the one race light shining through the clouds in which we have other has been mostly stormy game experience for me. I'm so grateful that you found it in your ghostly bosom to drift over to the low max now and then to cheer me up often enough to give me a real pick-me-up when feeling blue over friend problems but just something not to feel like a red delight when you did yeah i was under strict instruction from briska to not interfere with the timeline much for lots of months so i didn't say hello often she helped me be back alive so i owed her that much on one hand but, on the other, I think she was just doing her bossy thing for the sake of just telling me what to do. And I didn't see how just being friendly sometimes was changing the timeline much, or why that idea even mattered. Because it seemed like most of you all here never did much important stuff anyway. <laughs> it's true. More tip-top wisdom from the sage bullhead noggin of yours. Why do you want to be pretend-talking, even though it's real, and look busy to your friends? I'm just not up to all this socializing yet. Maybe I never will be. I feel it is talking to you, but all those others, I, I don't know. It feels really awkward, and I think I lost most of my prior bravado due to a lot of bad things happening with my friends. What happened with them? I just messed up with anyone in a lot of ways and I'm too embarrassed to even talk about. And now I feel gun-shy about everything, I guess. Even polite conversations with fun new people I should be thrilled to meet. I could even set things right with my buddies now if I wanted to. Jade is asleep, so I can't make amends with her after the becoming an angry robot and punched me in the gut and jailed me and threatened me with eternal marriage and baby-making duties. I mean, sure, she was brainwashed when she did all that, but I'm sure I did some stuff to deserve it. Dirk is still way off somewhere, so I can't address that whole spicy meatball, which I still feel terrible about, and... Roxy... Well, okay, Roxy is right there, but look at her. She's having a blast with all these people who she actually really likes and who are probably actually likable. She probably wants nothing to do with me, so I'm... Might as well do the courtesy of leaving her alone. But isn't she waving at you and saying hello right now? Due almost certainly to overhearing you talk about her name? Hi, Jake! Oh, yeah. 
It would seem she is. Those are probably pity waves, though. I don't think that's true. I've been the getter almost exclusively of the pity versions of various deeds directed at me, and I think that's not what she's doing. Those are normal waves and hellos. You should probably do one of those things back to her. Hi, Jake! 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 Damn it! Hi! Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, hi, hi, Roxy. You're with us again, and I, and I like that. Nice, bro. Keep working at behaviors of that sort. Your self-esteem will get bigger. I like that. Thunderations, what a fucking clod I am. I really need to keep a lower profile. Even basic pleasantries are a bit above my huckleberry for now. I get it. Self-esteem is probably the hardest emotion to master. It helps to have help. I appreciate Mr. Taverspite, I really do. No, not from me. Do you have a fantasy phantom representing your self-esteem who you can look up to? A... a phantom? Because I did once, and it helped me. Then he became real, and really helped me, but not because of believing or anything. Just because of coincidence, he happened to be my ancestor. Uh-huh. Welcome to Super Weenie Hut Jr. Yeah. I hate this. <laughs> Next. When Tavros is like nobody, she's like not actually hating you. You're like, you're in a bad space. Yeah, when Tavros like, is the guy who's like <laughs> not the weenie in the conversation. Jake hasn't grown at all. No. No. Jake has done nothing and gained nothing. Jake has like gone backwards over the course of the story. <laughs> Yeah, it's awful. I used to kind of sort of like Jake, and then it eventually, by like Act 6, Act 4, I'm like, no. No, no. You just can't. <laughs> it's so hard. God, poor Jules just fucking <laughs> talking about, well, maybe I'll like Jake. It's like, no, honey, no, you just. You won't. You're not going to. You won't. I'm sorry, you won't. Well, anyway. Well, yes, that's about something like that. A brain goes to my friend Dirk, who visits me sometimes. I guess he represents my self-esteem, but I don't know how helpful he actually is. Why? Because of all the consternation that my relationship with the real Dirk has caused me. He says all the right things things to make me feel better about myself, but when he visits my brain, I never actually feel that comfortable or good about myself. I just kind of feel weird, and truthfully, it's been most of the time hoping he just goes away, and he probably knows that, too, because he's my brain, and that makes me feel weirder. I see. Your brain is complicated, then. I'm guessing it's because you're some sort of genius. Really? Yes, absolutely. I have a sense for these things. Gosh. Maybe, instead of listening to the upsetting words of a complicated brain ghost, what a brilliant mind like yours needs is something simpler. Like listening to the nice and flattering words of a real friend. Maybe you're right. Not related to that. Have I mentioned... You're actually quite handsome for a human. Kill me. 
Wow, you think? You also have a dashing personality. You seem pretty strong, and your very small pair of creamy-looking pants is really cool. Holy cow, you're right, Tablet Sprite. These nice observations about me, why, they really do seem to be making me feel at least a little infinitely better about myself. What a chum. This is only the beginning of the feel-good feelings you can force inside you through the repetitive mentionings of such things about you, but also through developing yourself as a brave, alive hero. It's too late for me to do that, since I lived a weak life, died, and was lucky enough to have a friend with a good enough heart to bring me back. But only as a spiritual guide, such as the one floating before you. So I can't be that heroically great anymore, by tragic definition. But you can. You're living, strong, nice, and of even higher importance, immortal. So that gives you, by my estimation, literally forever to get better and better and better and finally prove yourself. That way you can win your friends over and everyone will like you again. Boy, shit and howdy. Just imagine from a hover. Howdy hoy to hero. Wouldn't that spliffy predicament just razz my berries? Tavros, would you leave that poor kid alone? What sort of nonsense are you telling him? Nothing. Oh, bullshit. You're filling his head with lies, aren't you? No, it's just a basic conversation. Not about any topics you're probably gonna say you disapprove of. Oh, get him, Briska. (laughs) Oh, get him. (laughs) Hey, kid, what's he telling you? What's your name again? Jape? Jape? I... Jape? Yeah, sure. (laughs) No, it's not Jape. Wrong. Who even cares? Your overly simplistic human names all sound so alike to me. Anyway, listen, Jape. Whatever load of shit he's been selling you in a misguided effort to cheer you up, don't listen to him. It's all a bunch of sappy, delusional garbage. I'm not gonna let you down easy, and someday you'll realize this is the biggest favor anyone's ever done for you. You're going... You are never going to do anything important, and you'll never amount to anything. Period. Neither is Tavros. Wait, no, now, hold on. No, you hold on, Tavros. You had more than enough chances to prove you could be a relevant contributor to our adventure, but you blew it every step of the way. It's time to face the facts. You're never going to have that big moment that vindicates your arc of personal development. It's just not going to happen. No, I... I know that. I just admitted that. You weren't listening to our... It's not going to happen for Jape here either, so stop filling his head with nonsense. I can just smell it off of him. He's just like you, really. A loser is a loser. (laughs) Here's the bottom line. Pages just suck. All of them do. They just can't ever seem to get it together. I think it just happens to be the class players get stuck with if they're naturally that sort of person. It doesn't mean they don't have value as people, but they'll never have anything significant to contribute, so they really should just stay out of the way. There's a certain quiet dignity in understanding your utterly crippling limitations as an individual. Ideally, a very quiet dignity, so the important people can still hear themselves think. Okay, but 
What about all that big page potential? That's also a lot of misleading horseshit and really kind of a cruel stipulation to the class, to be honest. It makes losers think there's actually some light at the end of a long tunnel, so it keeps them dreaming instead of facing the facts. Sure, they could reach all that potential if they worked really hard for a long time, but don't you get it? The very nature of who they are prohibits that. They don't have what it takes to stick it out to the end because they're too weak mentally. So it's just the game playing a nasty joke on them, like dangling a carrot at the end of a ridiculously long stick. Only an asshole would will- would knowingly play along with such a vicious hoax. Ah, uh, no. Any form of friendship encouragement, no matter what, is universally great, I think. We all learn this as fact from lots of things we see and enjoy and stories and stuff. Oh my fucking god. No, Taro's right. She, she, she's right. She's right. Briska, look what you did. You made my friend Jape sad. Don't listen to her and come here, buddy, for a reassuring embrace. Tavros, don't you fucking touch him. Remember, you've only been prototyped once. Do you really want to fuse into an eternal monstrosity with that weenie? God, what a weenie singularity that would be. Maybe I should just stand back and let it happen. For science. Also, it would serve you right. Oh, yeah? We'll get a load of this. Actually, no, y you're right. Uh, I won't hug him, because that sounds really, really bad. Sorry, Jape. Aww. Sorry, Jape. <laughs> I just, I just, I do love, like, what's your name? It's Jape, right? And he's like, no, it's, it's not, yeah, it's Jape, it's Jape. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, sure, Jape, yeah, okay. That was mean. It's Briska. What do you, that's yeah, what you, I know, I know. That's what you pay for. That is what I'm paying for here. I mean, yeah. That's that's the Vriska thing. Fucking prove you're not useless then is the Vriska thing. Right. Yeah. Well, and we, we've seen from uh, Caliborn spoiler that Jake will not be useless. No, Jake will not be useless. Jake. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, excuse you. Uh, yeah, he won't be useless, but yeah, maybe he just needs that kind of encouragement. Who knows what Jake needs, because everybody's been trying to let him down kind of easy until Jane went off on him. <laughs> yeah. Next. Yeah, we got a... Uh, Prezi and Visca. All right, let's go. All right, I'm just going to sit here and eat while you two talk. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Karkat did show up in this, so... Okay, I'll be ready. Riska, shouldn't we get back to our strategy meeting soon? Yeah, pretty soon. It's like we used to say in the old days, time is dead kids. Believe me, I haven't forgotten. That's as true now as it ever was. Only difference is now we're working together to prevent the bodies from piling up. Yeah. We still have a little time before we need to get serious, and anyway, when you're managing a team, you need to balance things. Gotta keep morale up, you know? The troops have been itching for a feel-good moment like this for a long time. As a competent leader slash power gamer extraordinaire, it's incumbent. Yeah, it's incumbent on me to recognize that and cut them a bit of slack. Give them a little space to remember what they're all fighting for, you know. Yeah, good point. We could do the same, you know. 
Over the last few years, we've had so many great times and buried all the old hatchets deep enough that I think it's easy to take our relationship for granted. Doesn't hurt to remind ourselves how lucky we both are, and how close we came to going in completely different directions. Anyway, I'm glad this is the path we chose. I couldn't ask for a better Moirail. Me neither. I don't know how I would have lived myself if I'd gone through with it. And we'd be dead if I hadn't. Thank God for Egbert. Never, never, never tell my sad ass, but for Dork, he's... Hmm? He... Let's just say you did a great job training him once upon a time. Hey, so did you. Some version of yourself was badass enough to write down all those instructions in her own blood just before she died. Sounds like a real hero to me. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what things would be like if we never had our falling out. It was just a lot like this back in the old days, remember? Just hanging out, working together, not much drama except I guess for the occasional ethical debate about how our foes should be dealt with. What if it never spiraled out of control? What if I never blinded you, if you never blew off my arm? What if you decided to send John back to change all that instead? I didn't want the instruction my- I didn't write the instruction myself, but I'm sure I never considered it. Everything we went through together back then made us stronger. It was something to work to put behind us, uh, not erase. Something that was worth the effort. Yeah. Shout blither blah blah words. Blah blah tactless nakumpoop shout ramble screed. Blah blister bemoan blah blah gossip hungry lobotomy hobbits. Shout yell screech holler brainless gushing yammer twats. Oh god, what is he going on about now? Sounds sounds like he's yelling at Dave and John about something. So John's been here for all of five minutes, and he already trips Carcat's tirade, Siren. He's not actually angry. He's embarrassed about something. My ear is finally tuned to all the Antrim nuances. Embarrassed? About what? Think he might actually be bent out of shape by the fact that he's not leader anymore? No way. It's something very personal. I wonder if John's been asking what the deal is with him and Dave. John was pretty nosy, if I recall. I think it's more likely Dave is just rambling sans filter again. Yeah, he does do that a lot, doesn't he? Hey, as long as we're swearing each other to secrecy on stuff, make absolutely sure they never know I said this, but he and Carcat are kind of adorable. In whatever quadrant that whole situation settled in. I don't know, it's none of my business, really, but I just never would have guessed. Agreed. I guess we stuck to ourselves, mostly. Rose and I were all, you know. So that left them and their cute mayor sidekick to sort things out amongst the each other without interfering with a bunch of crazy, fucked-up girls. I'm happy with them, and for me, too. If you hadn't been around, I'd been feeling I would have... Gotten sucked in some weird bullshit with both of them. Sounds rough. Guess that's one more bullet dodge, thanks to yours truly. Guess so. Geek. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Next. Gonna miss you. Sure you have to get going so soon? Yeah, I really can't waste much more time. Just have to get all these goofballs squared away, then I'm off. Oh. Is something wrong? No, 
Well, not really. Nothing important. What is it? It's dumb. You'll probably laugh at me. No, I won't. Come on, tell me. What good is having a Moirail you don't feel like you can talk to? I don't know. I'm not sure I can even put my finger on what's bugging me. I feel like I should be psyched for the battle ahead, like pumped up to kill some bad guys and finally end this. I just feel a little... weird? Especially knowing that you won't be here? What does me not being here have to do with anything? What if... When it's time to fight and people really need me to use my powers or whatever I'm supposed to be able to do, what if I turn out I'm not actually that good? But uh, you already proved that you are. Another version of you basically saved us all, remember? I know, but that was a different me who went through some things I never went through and probably figured out how to be awesome and heroic along the way. I never did any of that. I'm certainly don't feel awesome and heroic yet. And this probably sounds really dumb, but it kind of makes me feel guilty. Guilty? Why? Because she pretty much sacrificed herself to make things better. Specifically better for me, I think. To let me lead a better life, presumably. To fix my problems, I guess. But I don't feel fixed. I have to kind of feel a weird sense of pressure... To be the best version of myself, like, the most productive and heroic and well-adjusted Terezi in Paradox Space. But I'm definitely not that Terezi. Okay, you are being way too hard on yourself here. I really doubt that's what the other version of you intended. That's not even how shit works. People don't just get fixed. Even if circumstances change so you have a smoother ride, you are always going to have flaws. I guess you should always try to be the best version of yourself, but I think it's also important to be okay with the fact that you aren't perfect. I've got flaws too. I mean, obviously. But I'm mostly okay with them. Wow, you don't say... Hey, shut up. I'm just trying to offer a little perspective here. Yeah, I know. You're right. I'll try to forget about this stuff and just focus on helping with the team. It'll be hard doing without you, but I guess I meant to do it before. Even if I don't remember. Yeah, you'll be fine. I know you can do it. Uh, when will I see you again? Uh, Someday. I'll do my best to shorten the wait for you as much as I can, using time travel or whatever nonsense I may have at my disposal. When all is said and done, I'll drop by Earth and look you up. I can't wait. Blither, babble, ramble, self-esteem, prattle, ramble, mumble, brave, live hero... Mutter, blither, finally prove yourself, babble, babble. Tavros, would you leave that poor kid alone? What sort of nonsense are you telling him? God. <laughs> are Terezi and Vriska gay? Well, there are more ales. Sure. I mean, which, it, it's, it's weird because they consider that a romantic relationship, even though it's platonic. Right, yeah. It's, it's, There's something. It's like an asexual romantic relationship. Sure, yeah, okay. Next. We're back at the screen, back at the choices. Uh, let's go to five. Rose, Roxy, Dave. Hell yes. So I'm Rose. I'm Dave, I'm calling it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Okay. I'll... Attempt Roxy. 
<laughs> oh, and I guess Kanaya. I'll take the Kanayas. Oh, God, it's this conversation. It's this conversation, Ashley. Fuck yes. <laughs> I, I'm so scared now. Dave, we were sort of in the middle of something here. In the middle of what? A series of heartfelt conversations of a personal nature. Oh. Uh, I guess I'm in the middle of one of those now, too. I'm feeling heartfelt as fuck. Someone boned me up on the shit. One cannot simply be boned up on shit such as this. You have to be there. Come on. Wizards, problems, feelings. Here's your standard tale of two estranged mutual mothers. Any questions? Yeah, lots. Okay. Can you maybe sit over there for a while and write them all down? Uh... Rose, this accumulation of people is coming dangerously close to what your culture might process as a human familial unit? This is a foreign idea to me, and probably a private matter to you, so I think I will leave you all alone and go talk to some trolls. Personally, I think you should welcome Dave into the fold of your poignant wizard reverie. From my cultural point of view, at least, he has as much claim to a sense of ancestral connection to your mother as you. See you, everybody. Yeah, man, can I to the rescue with smart shit to say, as usual. Utterly destroyed again by her superior sense of reason and decorum, though I do wonder if her perspective would be different if she'd ever had to manage relations with a twin brother. Okay, but who cares about that? So, Rose, it's our mom. Hey, mom. Hi. Well, not mom. Your actual name instead of that, I guess, uh, Roxy, I think. You think right. Mom's okay too, though. I don't know, that might be weird, calling you that all the time. Rose, would that be weird? It would probably get a little weird. So, Mom, I'm just gonna jump right into the fucking frying pan here. Like, tape off a no-bullshit zone for a while, if that's okay. A frying pan in the no-bullshit zone? Sounds intense. Who's manning this pan, and who gave him clearance for the no-BS zone? Captain Sirius is at the pan, and he got the go-ahead from Lieutenant Doesn't Fuck Around to the Heart Attack Armada. Isn't Lieutenant a lower rank than Captain? Who put this dude in charge of such an important pan? Uh, I don't know, maybe it is? Okay, like, it's cool that you even know that fact, but this is exactly the kind of fuckery the no BS zone doesn't cotton to. No matter what sort of cookware is involved, or which pseudo-military organization regulates its borders, I just have some questions about you, and about stuff in general, so... Rather than mumble through a conversation that sounds mostly like the stuff we literally just got done saying, sweet though that would be, I'm gonna machine gun some shit at you lightning round style. A machine gun lightning round in a frying pan? God damn. I know, right? So, you are my biological mother. Yes. And roses. Yes. And therefore bear at least partial and like biologically incidental responsibility for why we're both so fucked up. Yes. But you yourself are a Paradox clone. I... I guess? Which means you didn't have bio-parents. You originated from yourself. Guess so. So you really don't have anyone to blame for who you are except weirdly and paradoxically yourself. I... Yes? Dave. Wait, uh, okay. Sorry if that sounded rude. I didn't mean it rudely. I mean... You did have a parental figure who, I guess, you modeled yourself after in a way. Or were influenced by, I mean, an old version of Rose from a long time ago? Yes. And my bro was the same way, or your friend, I mean. Dirk. He was a Paradox clone of himself, and he, like, did kind of the same thing, 
modeled himself after... Uh, Why don't we not talk about Dirk? Uh, can we change the subject? You brought him up. I know. I know. Look, I bring up a lot of things. And then I have to backtrack a lot of those things I bring up, because sometimes the things I bring up are ill-advised to say, or maybe people uncomfortable, or make me uncomfortable. It's just a thing about me. Oh, just had a thought. Do I get to do a lightning rod at you next? I guess so, yeah. Depends on if you want to keep sitting in the goddamn pan. Mm, I don't know. Maybe our asses are getting too hot. <laughs> Maybe you should speak for yourself. Dave! Shit! <laughs> no, Mom. Look, Roxy. I mean, it's like I was just saying. I just say things. It's like this force of nature no one can control or even try to. Least of all me. We just have to cross our fingers and hope for the best, and that my one-man verbal slapstick routine isn't too Freudian in nature, or at least not that often. Anyway, let's pretend I didn't just insinuate you have a hot ass and move on. Wonk. I heard something about wizards. You hells into wizards like Rose? Yes. Okay, well, that's a predictable, if somewhat bland fact. Let's see if we can dig a little deeper. Don't get me wrong, wizards are okay, I guess. Oh, yeah? Well, maybe you're okay. Eh, I'm alright. Wizards are better at magic than me, but I'm better than wizards at rap, so I guess it breaks even. Or it would if I was a pretend jackass in silly robes and a dumb beard, so point goes to Dave! (sighs) Do you like rap? Kinda. Dirk loves rap, so I... (laughs) Never mind. Forgot we weren't talking about that. Well, what do you like to do? I like... Okay, that's a fair opinion, but cats aren't actually an activity or anything. They kind of were for me, though. I uh, I used to clone them. I may have gotten a little carried away. Cat cloning, huh? That sounds like a pretty dope hobby. I think we're getting somewhere. So you had access to that kind of stuff because you lived in a sci-fi world? A sci-fi world? Yeah, the future. What was the future like? Watery? Full of chess people? Lots of pumpkins. You know, usual dystopian stuff. I see. And it was just the chess guys and you, like, alone? No other people except for Bro, who I guess was way off somewhere. Yup. Sounds like kind of a bummer. Yeah, I talk to my friends a lot, though. Via computers and shit. That's cool. Me too. Maybe when it comes down to it, our lives weren't that different. Eh, Except for the extinction of humanity part. My humans were just imminently extinct is all. I don't have chess guys around, though. They're actually good company. Yeah! My best, 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 best friend is a chess guy. He's the mayor. I'll have to introduce you to him soon. You'll love the mayor. Everybody loves the mayor. I want to meet the mayor. Don't worry. I'll put in a good word for you. Pretty sure we can find an opening in his schedule. Tell me more. More? About you. Damn, dude. This frying pan should be sizzling. Fuck yeah. Aside from cap reading, how else did you pass the time? Uh, writing. Uh, a fair amount of, let's say, recreational liquid intake. Oh, and, uh, oh, um, hacking. <laughs> Seriously? Like, actual hacking? Yeah. Well, computer programming, really. Hacking is just what you call it to sound cool. There wasn't even that much shit around to hack. So, kind of like John. Eh, except I think he pretty much sucked at his codes. Really? Yeah. He seemed to find it frustrating, mainly. 
He's whining about it. It's literally my only point of reference for his degree of proficiency. You're good, though, right? I bet you're good. The best. Knew it. Maybe I can give him some pointers on the elite hacks. Fuck yes. He'd be all about that. Or I think he should be, which is all that matters. Do that and insist on it. And if he gets weirdly obstinate or like tries to pretend he doesn't like programming anymore. Okay. What else? Oh, um, I'd a Kate Dave, I might be running out of shit to say. You sure? I like to play games. Which games? Uh, mostly the Nintendos. I see. Which Nintendos? A whole bunch of Nintendos. Like, lots of different systems and titles. I don't know if the ones I associate strongly with would have those same meaning, like, culturally speaking for you. Because to me, they were like cool ancient relics that kept me somewhat in touch with a world that was long gone. Yeah, that makes sense. That's mostly the relationship I have now with garbage rom-coms. Largely because Carcat likes watching them. So these godforsaken flicks have helped keep me grounded in our dead civilization in a weird way. But regarding games... I didn't have Nintendos, but my bro had an Xbox, so I played that sometimes. But he mostly had all these shitty skating games and, like, 20 different fucking versions of Tony Hawk titles. I'd mainly just play him to fuck around, like, find spectacular ways to crash and flop around like a douchey ragdoll, or figure out ways to get halfway stuck inside concrete fixtures and obstacles, and watch all these cool fratty bros twitch and flop ad infinitum. Like struggling valiantly and earnestly forever against the shitty and deeply flawed physics of their confining virtual prison. I saw them as tragic figures. This sounds incredible, TBH. Pretty much. Do you think we could play games together sometime? Want to see your majestic skate bros in their element. Oh my dick, yes. Dave. What? Okay, okay. I think it's my turn? Keep your ass in the pan, bunny. You're going to get grilled. That's fair. Oh, um, Rose, please don't think I'm excluding you. Jump in the conversation anytime, okay? Man, she's fine. Meh. I'm perfectly happy serving as a spectator and occasional officiator of this conversation. It's quite entertaining to behold, really. I love watching how different personalities collide with each other upon meeting. Uh, neither of you is failing to disappoint. <laughs> God, is everyone in this family a psychoanalyst? Yo, that's been, like, her exact top preoccupation since she was a fucking baby. Didn't she tell you? <laughs> no. But, yeah, it makes sense. But, like, you're all Mr. Funny Interrogation right now. Rose is quite possibly a literal therapist in training, I guess, and... Dirk is Dirk. Just makes you think is all. We're all fucked up. The end. So, what do you want to know, Mom? Uh, rocks? <laughs> God. God. <laughs> Next. Just... Rose comes... Dave! <laughs> Dave! <laughs> you got a hot ass. Dave! <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Here comes the lightning. You gotta imagine it coming out of my fingertips. Wherein I am an almighty wizard. Okay. Currently imagining that? Hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Achoo! Um, what is your favorite rap guy? That's a dead tie between me and Snoop. Also, maybe Obama, but to be fair, I don't think he raps IRL. That's mainly just a headcanon I have about him, but come on. You weren't actually curious about that, were you? I'm trying to think of stuff to ask. Jeez, give me a sec. Uh, okay. How did you become a god tier? 
Rose and I went on a suicide mission piloting a moon through the furthest ring. The moon had a cosmic mega-nuclear bomb in its core, but also our quest beds by surprise. When it blew up, it created literally the biggest fucking sun in existence, which also happened to be the exact same sun we thought we were going out there to destroy. But we also died and resurrected as god tears, and I guess due to immortality, rose up through the surface of the fucking sun, all glowing green and wearing pajamas and shit. Holy crap! That's so ridiculously insane and cool! And so, so, so much more awesome than what happened to us! Wow! Why? How did you do it? God, it's almost embarrassing to even describe, especially compared to that! Go on. Um, we all had a hangover from Magic Candy, and woke up on our god slabs and, like, talked for a while? Hey, have you ever seen The Breakfast Club? No. Okay, well, it was like that, but probably shittier. Then we all sort of randomly died on accident due to surprise villain attacks. Nah, eh, that sounds alright. Who even cares about having a ball and orange story? We were just some chumps on a moon being melodramatic and in the process of getting chumped by an ancient omniscient creep. Your outfit looks cool, at least. Thanks! Okay, then, next. Have you ever kissed anybody? What? Man, these questions are taken on a different tenor than the ones I asked you. Well? Uh, yeah, okay, I was kissed by Jade when I was dead, so I'd come back to life. That was, like, right before the moon mission I mentioned. Oh, yeah, I was corpse smooched once, too. By who? Uh, hey, it's still my lightning round. I was asking if you ever kissed somebody. Like, awake and alive and on purpose. Man. We're waiting, Dave. Hey, I thought you were just studying us. I am also officiating. I have to hold you to the question, or throw a flag, remember the sports. My, how quickly we forget the sports. No, come on. I just asked you about Nintendo and shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> Do you like drawing? Yes. Comics? Yes. Funny comics? Fuck yes. About fat-ass idiots and JPEG trash loss everywhere? Fuck fucking yes. Okay, I'm gonna admit, I have you at a little disadvantage since I know some things about your alt-future grown-up self. Like what? Don't want to spoil it. There's a better time for that conversation, and maybe a better person to have it with than me. Hmm. Do you like orange soda? No. No? Hell no. Then what's your poison? AJ. Huh? Apple juice. That's fucking cute. Pretty much. Have you ever been in love? God damn it! Christ. <laughs> Roxy Next. wants to know, know who her son has kissed. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Dave's face. Dave is like suddenly become very uncomfortable. Yeah. He thought he had this and nope. <laughs> nope. He's not ready for a mom. This is the lightning round, Dave. We didn't make the rules. Anyway, I'm ready to blow my referee sport whistle if you don't answer before the commercially endorsed game clock expires. I think the lightning round's over. Why don't we have a distraction to seal the deal? Hey, Mom, I think Harley Dad over there is talking about you. Jake? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Gotta go catch up with him soon. I'll wait hello for now. I don't think he's noticing. Damn it, Jake, look over here, you goof. Gonna start a fire here with all this friendly waving. Nope, he's just completely out to lunch. Just like all the Harley Burts. Hi, Jake! Jake! Jake, damn it, hi! Oh, uh, sorry. 
Hi, Roxy. You're with us again, and and I like that. Yeah. That's it. And he's right back at it with the bull guy. What's with him? He reminds me a lot of John, but really quiet, which is unJohnish. Jake's great, but yeah, he's not like that all the time. He's peak gregarious one-on-one, but I guess he doesn't like crowds much. He became sort of a hermit after a few months into our session. Mostly hung out with Dirk until he eventually shorta, sort of shut him out, too. Dude just likes his lonesome time, I guess? I'll try getting to know him sometime. Maybe trap him like a shy woodland creature. Then brutally harangue him with my typically rad shit and become airtight bros. Right there in the fucking woods, exactly how nature intended. OMG, yes! I will help you rig your Jake snares. Maybe leave some hunky dude bait, like a trail of micro shorts sprinkled through the forest? Awesome. Thanks, Mom. Uh, Roxy, I mean. Dave, even I'm having less trouble referring to Roxy by her name consistently, and I was the one who grew up knowing her as my literal mother. What is going on with you? Nothing. It's just like semi-accidentally replacing a word with another word in a majority of instances. Why do you need to read things into everything? You're right. How could anyone possibly read anything to that sort of repeated slip-up? Exactly. What if you're making her uncomfortable? It's fine, really. I think it's sort of endearing. See, Rose, y'all worrying about nothing as usual. Mom's fine with it. Uh, Moxie. (laughs) I mean, Rami. (sighs) Mommy. Wait, fuck! Okay, that one was fucked up. Let's make sure I never fucking say that again. (laughs) I'm dying! Dave, stop it! I'm asphyxiated! I can't. It's like I was saying before, this is a force in nature we all gotta just deal with. Strider's Blurtscapades, Dave's Flying Boner Circus. This shit is immutable. I had to face this fact a long time ago. I could either try to change that part of myself, which is an unwinnable war, or I could try focusing on being like a vaguely half-decent person, so at least the shit I inevitably blurt out from deep down isn't all that bad. Because the bad stuff has been and is still getting purged through an arduous long-term process of complete and utter humiliation. Man, arduous long-term process of complete and utter humiliation is basically my aesthetic. Anyways, you're a silly dude. It's okay if you keep calling me mom on accident. I hope it is similarly okay with you if I make the consistent decision to refrain from calling you that ever. Unlike Dave, I've taken great pride in the meticulous maintenance of my internal filter. I don't think I have the same luxury he does. Humiliation just makes my demons angrier. <laughs> yeah, Rose, call me whatever. But, uh, LMAO, you got a way of making that sound legit scary. It's fucked up that she's joking, but also not even really. You'll figure out how to crack her deadpan riddles. There's an art to it. You guys, and your freaking psychobabble. It's a riot. Suddenly feel like maybe I'm the weak leak in this family tree on the analytical front. Need to step on my game. To be fair, Dave's game is pretty flimsy. He's been jacking my swagger for years. Healy pulls it off because he's funny. And to be even fairer, I'm not actually much of a psychoanalyst. I know just enough to know that I barely know anything about... And probably would have benefited from, I don't know, college or something. Okay, phew. I feel a little bit less lame then. I remember Dirk's insane scrutinization of all things cerebral and had a similar way of dwarfing one's ego. Maybe that was smoke and mirrors too, I don't know. Maybe since he and I are your parents in terms of psycho skills, he's got all genes and I got none. 
So that means Dave got some genes and Rose got lots? Wherein some is more than none and lots is less than all? Ow. That's quite a scientific way of looking at it. Maybe it's even true? Yeah, I fucking love science! Okay, then that explains everything. What? If you got all the science genes, then that means some scraped off on me, which would explain why my beats are so ill. It's because my science is off the charts. Holy shit. Can someone come push this nerd off the lily pad? <laughs> that explanation, though. Cringeworthy rap notwithstanding, I do recall hearing him babble about wanting to be a scientist on more than one occasion. If the world had ended, what was it? Archaeology? Paleontology? Yeah, I don't know. One of those things, whichever involved more dead shit. Eh, maybe. Paleontology! You wanted to study that? I sincerely mumbled about the idea once or twice, sure. That's neat. What about you, Rose? Did you actually want to be a legit psychiatrist? Go to school for that and all? I don't recall my thoughts on higher education. My passion for the subject, I think, was more of a contrivance of a very young girl with misplaced conviction in her abilities. I probably thought I could just figure it all out by myself and skip the academic uh, coronation. I don't think much about it anymore. Possibly because there's no one left to analyze except for the modest population of this frog disc. What would you want to do with your life instead? I mean, assuming there are no more evildoers to worry about. I don't know. What is there even to consider doing with godhood but concern oneself with evildoers? What about your quest? Hmm? There's shit with your planet in the rain and stuff. Wasn't there still something to do there? I guess so. Yeah, I did mine, or at least a version of it specific to my situation. I get the feeling they change around and such depending on what the lay of the land is. My reality was fucked, so my denizen just kind of rerouted me. Nothing too fancy. Yeah, exactly. I did this really stilted, like, mashup of what I assume my real quest was. Like, involving breaking a sword and unbreaking a sword and a fucking bird was involved. And then the bird unceremoniously died somewhere. It was kind of a mess. Like me, I guess, so maybe that made sense. Who knows what yours would have in store for you now, I mean, if you even wanted to bother. I'm not sure if I have inclination, and realistically, there isn't much time for that, is there? I can squeeze it in before the battle, and after, we'll also believe one, so then what would be the point of doing it then? No. Something always rubbed me the wrong way about my quest. I don't even like the phrase, it's uncomfortably formal, and a little foreboding. I think the argumentation of it all always struck me as, a, as unpalpable. Like consigning personal growth to the completion of a glorified myth-heavy rat maze. Yeah, I know why you feel that way. You've got big problems with authority. You always have, and you probably wouldn't even put it that way because it sounds really teen of you and gauche or whatever, but it's true. Oh my god, you guys and your shrink babble. So funny, I swear to god. Yeah, here we go again, right? Except just remember, I'm a fraud at this stuff. Except in this particular case, I'm totally right. She sees this quest all neatly laid out for her, wrapped in a bow. Fucking even looks like it's made for little kids with, like, pink turtles and rainbows and shit. Like, here you go, princess, it's baby's first quest. Uh, almost like it was designed to piss her off. Spurb says here, self-improvement delineated and made comprehensible. Enjoy your cookie-cutter odyssey. So because she's Rose, she goes, no, fuck my, she goes, no, fuck my quest. Literally starts wrecking shit. 
Eh, maybe that in itself was always her quest. If I may interject. Oh, awesome. Briska was eavesdropping. Not for very long. I just heard you talking about Rose's quest is all. I don't have any opinion on whether you do it or not, Rose. That's your business. But my advice is, if you ever see your denizen, just make sure you kill her fast. What? Believe me, Cetus is the worst. If you give her an inch, she'll try and sucker you into a whole boring conversation, mostly involving a bunch of curmudgeonly riddles. Don't give her the chance. Just go for the jugular and end it as soon as you can. Grab her loot, call it a day. That's what I think, at least. Assuming you bother going to see her at all. Couldn't really blame you if you didn't, though. I probably won't. Won't what? Oh, now what the fuck is this? Meow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Excusez-moi. <laughs> we have a rose sprite. <laughs> also, I just love that Riska's like, they're like, no, like, your journey and your growth. And Riska's just like, yeah, no, just stab it. Just kill just it quick. Kill her. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Um, I think somebody mentioned in the thread before that, like, the trolls get super sabotaged because the game tells you to kill your denizen. Yeah. Uh, even even back when, like, uh, John, at the beginning of Act 4, when he's walking around, they're like, yeah, somebody's got to put that thing down. I don't think anyone actually says to kill it, though. I just think they say, like, oh, this horrible stuff is the result of the denizen. You have to go confront it. Maybe. And I think the trolls, because they're violent, just took that to mean, okay, go murder it. Go murder yeah, it Yeah, maybe. I feel like there's a strong implication that you have to kill it, though. I think there probably is, but I think the idea is probably also then you get you down there get and you find that. out it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, for sure. Next. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Fricklish. Oh, my God, you cheeky bastard. Oh, my God. Uh, what exactly the fuck? Uh, Fricklish. I cannot believe this. You dug up her body. Which one of us is Frick? Is Jasper Sprite? We didn't decide. Um, I'll be Jasper Sprite and you be Rose Sprite, because otherwise okay. that would get confusing. Yeah, yeah otherwise yeah, that's yeah. weird. Meow. Oh my god, that's so bad! But also sweet of you to bring her back, but wow, bad! Wait. Tug up. I'm a little unclear on that myself. Jasper's hasn't been especially descriptive. Meow. Yes, both roses. I dug you up. From where? Uh, John's planet. Remember the funeral I mentioned? Franklish was there too. Or, uh, Jasper's? Our dumb departed beautiful idiot cat. <laughs> I guess I made a novice mistake. Turned my back on the body. You had a funeral for me? That was nice of you. Yeah. So, uh, Hi. Wow, this is confusing. Welcome back. You're alive again. Hey, come here. Lalonde, don't you fucking touch her. Fucking incredible. Am I the only one here concerned with making sure we don't create freakish mutant people combos? What? She's only been single prototyped. Do not go near her. Oh, <laughs> right. It is absolutely astounding how much you all need me around to keep your shit straight. Even then, it's a constant uphill battle to keep you all from fucking up. I let my guard down for one second, and this brainless animal wastes one of your precious resurrection slots on someone who's already alive. 
Well, congratulations, you're down to one empty kernel. Be sure to use it wisely. Not that there's much hope of it at this point. See you, chumps. I'm out of this conversation. Oh, boy. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> Next. So, what does this even mean? There's two roses now? Like, what? what the fuck? What are we supposed to do with this information and unfolding set of circumstances? I don't know, Dave. I have advanced seer powers and the newly acquired insight of a mystical guide, and even I'm stumped about this turn of events. Okay, then. Good to know I'm not dumb, and this literally is inherently irrational. Thanks, Ghost Cat. Great job. Meow. So, what now? Well... It's nice to be back after such a spectacular sequence of tragic events, even though I have no memory of having been gone for long, but I also understand I'm now the subordinate Rose. So, with respect to my ongoing role, I'll have to defer to real Rose. I don't want to step on anyone's toes, and again, I don't have feet anymore. <laughs> it's also worth pointing out that my programming as a sprite informs me that I exist at the pleasure of the player who released my kernel. So, Roxy, what do you think I should do? Uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I only just met a, a live rose here, and that was after just burying you and saying goodbye and all this, which was a uh, emotional thing, and now you're back because of a silly cat. And I'm confused. <laughs> rose, what do you think? Uh huh. Rose. Uh huh. Uh, yo, Rose. Hello. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Next. She's on the floor, like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't sit here and pretend to take this seriously. Rose, uh, you okay? I guess so. Yes, I'm fine. This is just so dumb. My powers let me see fortuitous outcomes, but I didn't see this coming at all. It doesn't register as fortuitous or otherwise. You know why? Because it's completely meaningless. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure, I thought so too when Bird Ape happened. But that turned out to be, like, a whole thing, and important stuff happened as a result. You know, kinda. No, this isn't like that. Trust me, Dave, I'm not grasping at straws here. My abilities tend not to leave such things to speculation. This development makes absolutely no sense. Not for any of us, not for us as a group, and definitely not for me, personally, or for or her, for that matter. How would this possibly mean anything for my growth or personal development in any way? This almost makes it official. I have no comprehensible path. There's nothing to overcome, no lessons to learn, no cathartic light at the end of this preposterous tunnel. Not for me, at least. I seriously have the dumbest arc anyone could conceivably imagine. Rose, you don't have fucking arcs. We're just human beings. <laughs> God. Love it. Next. Love it. Next. Love Dumb. <laughs> Whew. Uh, Who Kanaya, Carcat, and Vriska. 
right. How's uh, this one getting split up? Oh, Mo's taking Vriska probably. Right. Yep. Uh, would you mind if I take Kanaya? You take whoever you like. Okay. I'm here for uh, additional voices. <laughs> additional voices, Luke Luke Verner. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Make sure to put you in the credits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and introducing. <laughs> introducing the guy who came up with this podcast. Well, actually, yeah, I'd be introducing Molly J. Dranbeck. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Christ. Make sure you put those quotation marks around Jade. Just make it real bad. Well, but that's not a nickname. It's a real name. I know. It's a real-ass name. It's legal. It's fucked yeah, up. It's, it's Molly Jade Jade Reinbeck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. How's it going over there? I told them I'd leave them alone and go talk to some trolls. I guess this troll over here will have to do. Happy to be of service. Man, look at them. They all seem so excited. Like a bunch of wigglers hopped up on high fructose grub sauce. I hope they don't crash from this reunion buzz too hard before it's showtime. If they do, I'm sure one of your contingency plans will swing into full effect. Maybe you can buy time for everyone to recover by lulling our adversaries into an extensive strategy session. Hey, Mariam, why don't you can it? Our sassy little games with one-upmanship are fun and all, but I'm trying to be sincere here. You know, seeing as this is the last time we'll see you all in a while... You're right, sorry. Bring on the sincerity. I was just saying about the humans. They seem so happy. I mean, look at Rose. No offense, but most of the time she's kind of a pill. None taken, and me too, probably. Good point. But I don't think I've ever seen her like that. By which I mean she's making no discernible effort whatsoever to disguise the fact that she's happy. Well, okay. Maybe there were a couple times... Is that in reference to how you like to flagrantly spy on us sometimes? I don't spy on you. That is such an unfair characterization. Would you can it with that shit already? I'll never understand your ongoing and apparently unironic use of the phrase can it, and in particular why you always seem to direct this expression to me and seemingly no one else. I just think it is m- such a peculiar and amusing way to talk... Tell someone to be quiet. What? Why? No, that's a normal way of putting it. I mean, it's a pretty normal thing to say, right? When you want someone to pipe down. Pipe down isn't that even much better. It's just a funny thing to say, and the fact that you don't realize it makes it funnier. I think the underlying explanation of that is you're just funnier than you realize or try to be. It is something I like about you. I guess I'll have to accept your sass as a compliment, then. And no, I don't spy on you. I just check in with you sometimes to see how you're doing. Okay, if that's how you want to put it. You involve yourself in many private matters without even offering the pretense of doing otherwise. To think that at one point I was regarded as the meddlesome one. Look, it just so happens that I care very deeply for all my friends and want to make sure they're doing alright on a somewhat regular basis. Is that a crime? In some societies, violating the privacy of others is certainly way... In certain ways, yes, I believe so. I understand your motives, though, and really, this is just me giving you a hard time. I never got why everyone treats their romantic affairs as so private. What's the big deal? So you like to do some smooching and stuff with another person. Maybe get over yourselves. Carcat's the worst offender. You think he was charged with guarding state secrets. 
Newsflash, buddy. Nobody gives a fuck. It sounds like you very much give a fuck, though. Hey, why don't you can't... I mean, cut me some slack. I don't hold anyone to standards I don't hold myself to. I'm very open about my relationships. My moral allegiance with Trezzy? Ask me anything. I have nothing to hide. We'll throw our diamonds up in your face like we're making a getaway. We don't even give a fuck. If you can't take the stench, then get out of the meal block. Same with the Ashen liaisons I've been involved with over the years. What's the big deal? I have to admit to being impressed with your, um, strangely natural profession with auspicism. It is an incredibly difficult quadrant to master and very emotionally taxing, I find. In a way that conflicts with the pursuit of relationships in other quadrants. I can't ignore that during our trip you probably diffused a lot of unpleasant situations before they started. But when it comes to matters of privacy and such, you should f- And which forms of expression people feel at ease showing in public? Pair relationships are really different, I think. What about the other kind? Seems to me you've not been involved in any, so I'm not sure you really understand. I just don't have time for anything like that in my life right now. Red and black relationships are so absorbing. I have a strong pale relationship, which is very important to me, but that's about all I can handle. Maybe later on, when the dust settles from this crazy adventure, I'll consider it. But for now, this is all I can deal with. I just have too many irons in the fire, you know? I know all about the irons. I have heard rumors of this alleged fire as well. So what are they talking about? What? All your buddies over there. We were still talking about that. It's ridiculous how easily we all get sidetracked by romantic blither. Oh, family stuff, mainly. That's pretty fascinating. Sociologically speaking, I mean. Their idea of families. The idea of siblings is strange enough. People who are genetically similar, grow up together. Spending all that time with Dave and Rose, you started getting a sense for it. Like, the logic of it, how it must have shaped Earth's society. But also its inherent ridiculousness. Sharing a residence with your near clone while growing up? So preposterous. But then you add the idea of parents, and suddenly it's complete madness. Our society was so individualistic, and that all seemed normal and reasonable. So I look over there and see two Lalons and a Strider, and there's a whole other Strider on the way, and... A human family starts striking me as not so much a social unit as so much as, like, an infestation. Yeah, well... I will say an entire other Strider does sound like a bit much. On top of what is already quite a spectacle. Maybe we just don't get it. Of course we don't. That's my point. I mean, we have ancestors, but under normal circumstances, it's pretty much unheard of to imagine you ever get the chance to meet them. We have the unusual privilege of meeting most of ours, or at least certain versions of them. But that's still just a one-person lineage. It's really simple and comprehensible. Human lineage is just a huge clusterfuck, if you ask me. There is a certain advantage to it, though. Their decentralized propagation makes it a lot more likely their race will persist. The same can't be said for ours. I still often wonder if we're the last of our kind. You're still doubtful about whether you can hatch a new mother grub? Yeah, more than doubtful, I'd say. You shouldn't lose faith. I'm not even the slightest bit worried about whether you can do it. When you get the chance, just brainstorm about it with the Lalans. They tend to be full of ideas. Anyway, try not to get down about it. I have a good feeling. Get down about what? A particular obligation I have yet to fulfill. 
I sense she possesses some intelligence on the matter. She wishes to be cagey about, so I guess that part of the conversation uh, has been concluded. Obligation? Mariska, have you been dishing more dirt on our strategy before formally bringing our meeting back to order? Pretty sloppy leadership move, if you ask me. Carcat, it had nothing to do with your and Kanaya's upcoming roles in this campaign. It was more of a private matter pertaining to Kanaya's broader significance to the future of our people. I'll be very clearly spelling out the roles you and she will be playing momentarily. Me and she? As in, like, together? What the fuck are we supposed to be doing together? You'll find out. Great! I'm so glad. At this point, I only ever feel angst or even the slightest sense of agitation in my soul to the precise extent that I worry Vriska might not have all of our fortunes completely mapped out already. I'm beginning to hyperventilate slightly less just thinking about it. Good to hear, Carcat. Almost as cool as it is to see you yelled yourself out with John and Dave already and have decided to come clock in some yelling time with us. Your ability to dig deep down and find a second wind is really quite astonishing. I shudder to think what would happen to this party if we ran out of its most precious natural resource. <laughs> Burned! Owned! Devastated! What more is there to say? Nothing, really, unless you want whatever pitiful tatters of your self-image you have left to get power pissed on by God Queen Circuit herself yet again. Either that, or one could ruminate fondly over the heavenly ret-forked reality wherein she was stabbed in the back by her morale, and we all got to live out the fucking bliss the timeline must have been. Just think of the peace and quiet we would have had on the meteor. It was probably more than worth the price of cannonballing ass first into some sort of massacre trap. Risk a circuit making the living envy of the hypothetical dead since whenever it is she started doing that. Way to stick the landing on that barb, genius. I appreciate that you're just moseying over to arbitrarily drum up some utterly meaningless contention between us, but it's like I've said before many times, Carcat, I'm not interested. Oh, slaughtered again! Hey, hey, hey. Don't listen to her, Kanaya. It's like this running gag she does all the time to own me. What? It's this funny thing we do, or mainly she does. Always implying that I'm in spades crushing on her and getting shut down. It never stops being hilarious. Uh... First of all, as if she can prove anything. Second, if we're being totally fair here, more than a few of her snappy comebacks are arguably more tinged with that sort of eyebrow-cocking hostility than anything I've ever said to her. Maybe makes one a little suspicious. No, then maybe there's some projection going on here. Just saying. Okay, Carcat, I'm going to leave you here to dig yourself into whatever embarrassing hole you seem intent on digging. I'm going to keep working the crowd a bit. As you know, a leader's job is never done. See ya. Next. Carcat? Carcat, you <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Bye. Maybe try acting a little more gracious in defeat next time. Just a little advice from one leader to another. She's gone. I think you needed to come up with that comeback a little faster. Yeah, damn. I think as a friend it would behoove me to, um, confine somewhat about the realities of pursuing anything with her. Wait, what? Kanaya, you weren't taking that pathetic, jokey, unrequited Black Rom stuff seriously, were you? Let's imagine that my attitude to the joking or non-joking status of that is perfectly neutral. Would I just say these things? Aside from the fact that she literally just got finished telling me she wasn't interested in any non-pair relationships, 
I think that would be a blind alley regardless. I admit this from experience, and not without chagrin hesitation. But only frustration and heartbreak are down that road. Oh? She turned out to be a tremendous partner in pair relationships. Maybe in, um, a bit freakishly so? But anything stronger than that, I think it'd probably be disastrous. She's way too focused and self-absorbed to maintain such strong feelings for long. She would need to learn to let go of some of her ambition and figure out how to prioritize the feeling of other people. She might even figure out how to be happy. <laughs> yeah, wow. A chill just ran up my posture pole trying to imagine that. You know, I don't know if I ever told you, but you have a really impressive grasp over romantic analysis. Well, I have read a lot of novels, too. I don't brag much about it, because it would literally be presumptuous to do so. We should be jamming on this subject more. Maybe explore some of my more advanced theories. We're surrounded by amateurs in this field, so it gets a bit frustrating. Well, the mayor's a good sounding board, at least, but I want to bounce some of my more out-there ideas off someone. Why don't we schedule an academic conference sometime? Just you, me, and the mayor. Oh, fuck yes! <laughs> Great! Everybody I... loves the mayor! <laughs> Oh, Kark at the beginning of this just kills me. With that, <gasps> combined with that drawing. Yeah. I imagine, like, afterwards he, like, just, like, puts his hand down sadly and, like, kind of, like, deflates. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Next. We're gonna be on this page forever. We're almost through. This page never ends. There's only two conversations left. I know. Uh, Seven. I think about how fast the, the page count's gonna jump when we hit next on this page. Yeah, but no, but the the pages we're looking at have the same numbers, though. I know, shh. Listen. <laughs> Alright, who's taking what for this? Uh, oh. I will, I'll keep getting Vriska. Okay. I really don't want to do Arqueous. I can do Arqueous. I'll be Terezi. I could take Dave, too, but there's a lot of Vriska and Dave, so it seems like a poor idea. Uh, uh, I'll I, take Dave. Yeah, because he looks like he talks to Arqueous and uh, Vriska. So yes. yeah, you take okay, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, am I interrupting anything? Hey, Dave. No, Arqueous and I were just exchanging some notes before I bring the meeting to order again. Okay, I just thought I would. Saw it over here. Things are getting pretty Lalonde heavy over there. It really is an awful lot of fucking Lalons, ain't it? Two is okay, or actually cool, even, but this, yeah. Time to see what's over here. Hey, hey, how's it going, Brokerius Bright? Nearly finished radically downgrading Crocker here. I then plan on mourning the complete restoration of her woeful inferiority with a moment of silent, subtle flexing. Okay, that was some weird stuff to say, but cool. So, you are some sort of freak, right? Yes. Okay, good to know. It's like... Talk to someone who's half my bro, but then not even really. The bro half is half AI or something, so maybe one quarter bro, but then maybe even less because like alt universe cons considerations and also part sprite. I am notorious for being fucking sensational at mathematics, but I don't think I could break it down for you without lying about the precision of my figures, which is a practice I am by no means above, mind you. 
Yeah, the bottom line is I can tell you're just a really watered down version. Maybe sweated down. Why the fuck are you so sweaty? I'm not. I towelled off less than a minute ago. Oh, God. Sir Dave, there's much we could talk about in route to waxing hard sentimental about our dubiously shared fraternal past. The fact that I will not shouldn't be mistaken for preoccupation with this delicate cyber task. Which is trivial to me since my mind is a faultless silicon mesh of living algorithmic perfection. Neither should it be ascribed to the fact that my troll hem identity finds the notion of a reunion with you to be boring as a fiddling fruit. It is mainly that such a bonding experience strikes me as an endeavor falling outside my totally ripped and kick-tookus purview. His words are awful. He's got the worst words. Bad words. <laughs> no, you can't say those. <laughs> You're right. You can't say the bad words. Brother times with real Dave would best be left to the custody of real Dirk. Not to mention someone who gives at least greater than half a stupid shoot about you. Swoon. You know, I'm kind of glad you sound this insane and, for the most part, barely understandable. It makes it extra obvious you aren't my legit bro, which means I can actually talk to you while only being, like, vaguely confused and unsettled instead of curling up into a ball and having some sort of social conniption. Speaking of which, uh, when is he supposed to get here, by the way? Relax, Dave. He's scheduled to arrive around the same time as all the other bad guys. You still have time. I could have expedited his arrival, but I knew that meeting him was going to be a big deal for you, so I decided to let you have some space while we made some plans. See, I'm always thinking about what's good for you guys and what's best for the overall strategy. Keeping everyone in high spirits is important. What do you mean, expedited? Never mind that. Just chill out. Alright, so as long as I'm probably chilling and in no way wondering about my bro, are you sure there are no beverages in that fridge? No AJ or... It's a blind alley, brother dog. I already asked if she had milk in there once, plus another nine redundant times after that. I also asked if she would like to touch my muscles. The answers were ten no's and one yes. That reminds me, Dave. Would you like to touch my muscles? Maybe later. Uh, so you're sure there's nothing to drink in there? Yes, Dave. Don't know why I'm so insistent. Not like my fridge ever had anything comestible inside. Why the fuck did you even bring it? Don't worry about it. Oh, come on. Gamzee's in there. Oh, right. Somehow I forgot about that we literally just established that you had Gamzee locked in there for some reason. You sure we shouldn't maybe let him out? Uh, he could suffocate in there. He'll just revive God tier style, right? He's not a fucking God tier. He's faking it, so he just made the fucking suit from scratch or something. I know he's complete trash, but maybe we should let him out. What's the harm? It's not like he can cause much trouble. We all outnumber him and have way more powers and stuff and shit. Uh, no. <laughs> Next. This kind of seems like she's got a thing for Arquius, right? A little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Oh, wow, no. We will not ever be hearing from him again. No. Never, never, never again. Never. Wow. <laughs> That's exactly what Arania said when she let Gamzee talk. <laughs> yep. So, you're just going to let him suffocate in there, then? 
Wait. Dave, give me a little more credit than that. Wait, what Gams? are we waiting on? You you took Dave from me. Oh, wait. Why did I think <laughs> I was... <laughs> Go for it. Damn. Oh, I did that. Every Well, it's red text. It's the same color for Dave and Arqueous. True. And also, I don't do Dave a lot, so... Yeah. Right, right. So you just go let him suffocate in there. Dave, give me a little more credit than that. Gamzee is supposedly relevant to some stuff that's going to happen in the new universe. He's still got some plot armor or some shit. So when the Earth is resuscitated, I'm just going to drop the fridge in the fucking ocean or something and let him find his way out. Okay, that's fair. I mean, firm, but fair. Well, maybe not that fair, but I guess I don't care. So with that, is John's hot mom awake yet? No. I mean, not hot mom. Just mom. Damn. Did anyone hear that? Yes. Shit. Let's reboot all trains of thought starting now. How much longer till his hot mom awake? Mom. I mean, his, not mine. His mom, not my hot mom. My mom, I mean. Fucking hell. Not my mom, his. John's hot mom. Jesus. Ha. <laughs> <sighs> The Strider Express is off the rails again, so I'm gonna duck out of this conversation. See you, everybody. Nope, Riska, don't go. At least do me the sort of letting me land squarely on some phrase that allows some plausible deny, though, where they think John's mob is super fucking hot. Shit, wait. Pretend <laughs> I didn't say that while still rendering its meaning in your mind somehow. Riska's gone, I'm not even talking to anyone. <laughs> Dave, forgive me if I'm missing some nuance here, but it sounds to me... As if you believe John's mother is physically attractive. Okay, now, now you just twist my words around. What would John think? Okay, that's an interesting thought, and hear me out. What if we ran an experiment and spent the rest of our lives finding out what happened if we never told him? I'll consider that request for secrecy. Maybe. Frankly, I'm not sure she's anything to write home about. What? Okay, what the fuck? Are you the, on the idiot drugs today? How could you possibly be serious about that? How is that even unconscious teen grandmother not a completely smoking babe? <laughs> I guess she is not my container of scalding uh, leaf fluid. No, I don't even believe you. You're obviously just trying to rile me up by going against the grain of flagrantly obviously babe facts. Is Dave saying inappropriate things about John's mother over there? No, I'm not saying anything. I'm just standing, it's just standard casual observation from a regular bystanding person. He keeps calling her hot. Wow. Wow. Pedalize much? I guess reprehensible dishonesty is all the rage with the troll kids today. Wait, what's going on? We all talking about how hot Jane is? No. Maybe. Because Janie's a straight-up sexual fox right in a red-hot nuclear bombshell right towards the Yowza Plaza in the heart of Babe City, Massachusetts, USA. The last day just stands for more ass. Thank you for defending the position I may or may not have been arguing for moments ago. No comments. Hey, are you guys talking about me? What's going on? Nope. <laughs> Dave thinks your mom is hot. What? God damn it, Terezi! <laughs> God, these children. I love them. They've got a real bad crush on Jane. <sighs> I, 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 it kills me every time 
Dave goes into one of his like Freudian <laughs> spirals. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Roxy, Rami, mommy, mommy wait, whoa. <laughs> wait, nope, never again. <laughs> and also, yeah, no, Roxy's <sighs> definitely not straight. Nope. The last A just stands for more ass. <laughs> Next. Now we got one, one more. more to go. Oh boy. The two identical boys. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. Who's uh, who's got Jake? Uh I've been doing Jake, so I'll do Jake. Alright. Okay. That's fine with me. Yeah, just <laughs> go read a book or something. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna fucking chill. Hey! Mr. Jake Harley, I presume. No, it's Ingress, actually. What's my grandmother's surname? Oh, my mistake. So then, is it just a coincidence that she's had the same name as an invincible supervillain? Are coincidences even real? I don't know. The history's a little murky to me. I heard she took the name from a nasty fellow despite a wicked baroness. Okay, good to know. It's been interesting to learn how, even though we're all pretty similar, we've all had a lot of really different life details. I guess so. Like, there's all these things I take for granted about Jade's childhood, which... In theory, is similar to yours, but not really. She had a super powerful dog you didn't have, and also a grandpa you couldn't have had because that was growing up you. I'd be really curious to hear about all the differences in your life sometime, if you don't mind. Sure. Hell, I'd be really curious to hear about the differences in my alt life, so to speak, but Jane's asleep. I'm guessing she grew up in a similar situation that I did, but with a bunch of differences? I guess I'll just have to wait. Well, she was a good friend. I know lots of stuff about her life, which... What do you want to know? Oh! Hmm. Uh, let's see. So I was her grandpa instead of her being my nana? I'm not sure if that statement made sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah, she had a pop-pop. Uh, he was a really funny and beloved old-time comedian, so I guess that's the guy you grew up to be. Cool! I never knew my nana growing up, as an, except as an urn of ashes above the fireplace. I only met her as a sprite. Was I dead, or was he? Yeah, but he wasn't ashes. They had a different way of observing him, which I think was arguably more dignified. How? Have you ever seen Waking Up Bernie's? No, I've heard of it, though. Oh, man, you have to see it. It's about a couple of knuckleheads who are parade around with a funny corpse trying to pose them off as a living friend and, and good time Charlie over a series of escapades. Sounds incredible. I still have it if you want to see it sometime. Definitely. So, you like movies? Do I? <laughs> I love movies too. There's a whole bunch I'd want to show you, assuming you haven't seen them already. I love talking about them with people. I think my friends usually just humored me about the movies I liked, but I have a feeling you'd really dig them. Oh, I guarantee you I would. Awesome! I can't wait to show you some. So, that means Jane had an old man corpse version of me around somewhere? Like, in her house? Yes. Okay, that sounds pretty preposterous to me, but I guess she must have grown up thinking it was normal. Not really. She was always pretty put off by it, to be honest. <laughs> oh, poor Jane. I have to apologize to her for freaking her out from beyond the grave. What was her life like otherwise? Pretty typical, I'd say. She always characterized it as boring, but 
I never really agreed. She got to live it up on the mainland with access to all kinds of things I didn't have. Plus, she lived with a cool and manly father who cared about her a lot and seemed like a stand-up gent. Oh, she lived with her dad, too? Do you know anything about him? Not much other than what I just said and a few things she told me. I think he was stern and fatherly and dressed well, if memory serves. He was a private detective at one point. A private detective? Wow! It sounds like he must have been a completely different kind of dad from the one I had. All these differences are so interesting. Some are subtle, but some are drastic, like this one apparently is. It'd be neat to meet him. I mean, not that it'd be much of a substitute for getting to see my dad again, since they're totally different people, but... Well, you know what I mean. Do you know what happened to him? I'm not sure. I kind of lost track of him for a while. I think he might be in jail. Jail? Yeah, on Durst. I think. I could be wrong, though. I'll make a mental note to check on him sometime soon. I bet Jane would want to, too, when she wakes up. I'll ask her about it. Good idea. Yeah, her dad's probably nothing like John's yeah, dad. nothing like no, John's dad. nothing like that. Next. You know, Jake, at first you seemed pretty shy, but you don't really seem that way at all now. You just strike me as a nice, regular dude who likes movies and stuff. I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk. Yeah, me too. I've been feeling way out of sorts since I got sprung from the big house and dragged along to the Sea of Frogs stage to suddenly bump gums with way too many people. But you're a really good company, John, and you know how to make a guy feel at ease. Ha! <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of people. I'm having trouble keeping track of everyone myself. They all seem like different, decent folk and all, but... I guess everyone's catching up. I guess everyone's catching me at a bad time. This wasn't how I pictured things going at all. How were you picturing it? Naively, I suppose. That's not that I was expecting differently of anyone else. More that I'd spurs vision my own conduct. Or that letter I sent you. Yeah! All the excitement and swagger you heard from me in those words. Uh, those are... That's the man I thought I'd be when you met me. A man of action and gumption, hell, when I wrote that, I thought by now maybe people would even have come to see me as a leader. What a laugh. It turned out to be such a disappointment to myself and everyone else. The bravado that that it was fake, I realized lately. It realized a lot of things. I could never be a leader or a people person or probably never have a quality relationship with someone. So it's hard to get up a lot of moxie for big moments like this even though I'm so excited about it as everyone else. Tyrospite already tried cheering me up, and he's nice, but I don't think it worked. Like, by saying maybe all that stuff isn't true, and maybe is, I'm actually really great in all the ways I didn't, don't think I am, it's a nice thought, but also it's weirdly just doesn't make me feel any better. John, you seem like the kind of guy who likes trying to cheer people up, so I guess... I guess just so you know, someone already tried telling me I was wrong, and it didn't work. I don't think you're wrong, though. Well, I don't know. We just met. What could I know about you other than what you tell me? I believe you about all that. Really, it just sounds to me like you're going through a lot of changes. Changes are good. Especially if you understand that that's what's happening to you. I think that's how we grow and stuff. I think I've changed in a lot of ways. Some ways that weren't so easy. Yeah? Sure. So, you're realizing you like being by yourself, it sounds like. Big deal. I like being alone a lot of times, too. It helps me think. 
If that's who you are, there's nothing wrong with that. Jade's grandpa liked being by himself, too. So much so that he moved to an island as far away from civilization as possible. But he still did adventurous stuff and was super successful and also raised a cool granddaughter who was actually his daughter and I guess also yours. Huh. Yeah, I guess you're right. And if nothing else, at least you have a cool costume. You, you really like it? Hell yeah! Well, thanks. Sometime I worry that it might look a little silly and feel kind of exposed, maybe? Like I'm on sexy display or such and people don't see me as a person. I wouldn't worry about that. I love the god-tier pajamas and yours are badass. You look like a superhero. Really? Yeah! Well, maybe like a plucky sidekick at least. <laughs> Sidekicks are really underrated anyway. I think in some cases they might be the real stars. Like, you know Batman? Truth be told, I think he might just be some kind of gallivanting idiot. He's got all the money and skills in the world, and what does he do? He buys a fancy car to drive around in, then jumps out and starts punching crooks with his bare hands. Then when he gets hornswoggled by a wily clown with no powers and a lot less money, who has to bail him out? His sidekick, of course. Yeah, you're right. What is Batman even trying to prove? Being all serious and cool looking? His sidekick looks like he has a lot more fun and smacks of confidence and self-assurance, trotting around in his underpants. Batman probably doesn't even care much about stopping crime. It's more about walloping thugs and getting to feel cool. If he really cared about stopping bad guys, he'd probably use his fancy money to buy guns and at least show the criminals he's packing to make them scared, if not surrender outright. I bet his sidekick probably just has to wait for Batman to bungle things up with his stupid karate. And when he gets in trouble, his sidekick just guns down all the crooks from a safe distance like a sensible person. I do love guns. Also fisticuffs. Well, see, there you go. You're better than Batman already. <laughs> Hold on. Shh. Listen. Huh? Mayor. Ganto. Where? Earth. To scale? I don't see how... If you're really gonna build... <laughs> He's talking to the mayor again. So it seems. They really appear to be have quite the rapport. I just love how he talks to the mayor. It's like he made up this whole language of, like, minimal talking and hand gestures. It's so cute. Egbert, what the fuck? Were you eavesdropping? No! This is a fucking private conversation. Stop being rude garbage. I wasn't eavesdropping. You just happened to be, like... Right there, and you're really loud as a whisperer. Oh, okay, then here, have an excessively quiet. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, go back to your cute mayor conference. We'll mind our own business. Someone else has to do this, boy. Yeah. I can't. Okay. Achoo. Achoo. Oh, man. What's going on now? Achoo. Meow. Achoo. Why, achoo, why does your Lucis need, achoo, to be here, achoo, my allergies. Jaspers, what are you, wait a minute, Rose, is that you? Meow. Oh my god, I turn my back for two seconds and something stupid happens. Achoo. <laughs> Good. Tavis is allergic to cats. 
Davos is allergic to cats. Christ. Even even John. Next. Like, John can make even Jake feel good. Yeah. He's a good boy. John's a good boy. John's, John's a, a good, good boy. boy. We made it. We made the it. Best boy. Let's go next. <laughs>